Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Uh, Jamie, did uh, did you feel a little, little older yesterday with the uh, <laughs> crazy kind of retirement uh, announcement of Jim Beheim at uh, Syracuse? feel older, just uh, knew, knew it had been coming for, you know, a couple of years now. They already had their guy there on staff, it felt like. And, um, yeah, not not surprised at all, especially in recent years. He's been, especially this year, pretty adamant about how much he hates coaching in the NIL era. So <laughs> it, it felt like this, this was going to happen pretty quick. Why couldn't, uh, why couldn't he just come out and say that he was retiring and, it's been a joyful, pleasant 47 years. He, but he, I guess on the other end, he kind of went out very Jim Beheim ish didn't he? I don't know. I don't know why it's Jim Beheim ish I don't know. Well, I mean, I, it just seems like, it, it just seemed like, uh, you know, there was, uh, I don't know, he's just, just, he just always comes off as a, I don't know, just kind of a sarcastic kind of uh yeah that's it that's definitely him that's fair you know kind of a me against the world kind of deal you know it's it's up to the university you know if i come back or not you know well i i get that i get it's i get it's up to the university it's up to your employer but you'd like to think after 47 years you'd kind of have the opportunity to go out out on your own and and maybe make that make that announcement on your own i mean on one hand i don't think he wanted to stay i think he wanted to go but maybe this is just how he how he wanted to go with uh, with just kind of having a little back and forth in a press conference and and you know of, of you, him saying, "Well, you missed my retirement speech last week uh, when I was at the end of the regular season." I don't know. It just it just seems it was just kind of odd, but yet in a way it was like, "Okay, well that's that's Coach Mayheim." Seems like but okay, maybe yeah, he's definitely a sarcastic guy. So there's there's no question there. He and He's not afraid to have a back and forth with a media member or tell people when he thinks they've gone off the deep end, which I feel like he's done plenty of times himself as well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he, he probably would have enjoyed me in a press conference, wouldn't he? Everybody enjoys you, Chuck. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 um, we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. Well, um, so uh, the Big 12 tournament's over for uh, the Red Raiders. Basically, March Madness is over. You don't want to play in the NIT, do you? Or do you you still think it's a possibility? I wouldn't guess it is, but, you know, I'm not in those meetings, so I'm I'm not sure what the thought process would be. But that didn't look like a team that was dying to play together at this point. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Which is exactly what we saw for much of the season. Right. Uh, okay, so Lady Raiders are the only ones left playing basketball. They'll do that tonight. They take on Kansas State, team that they have beaten twice already this season. Uh, 18 and 13 are the Lady Raiders, Kansas State 16 and 15. Uh, here's kind of what it, what it sounds like right now is that by virtue of the fact that you're going to get seven teams in the Big 12 um, in the NCAA tournament, the, quote, automatic bid for the WNIT would then fall to Texas Tech. So, I think you can more than expect the Lady Raiders to be playing basketball uh, next week, but they've, <clears throat> they've got quite a bit of basketball that they would like to play uh, in Kansas City this week, and that all starts uh, tonight against a, a K-State team that, that can be 
can be tricky. I mean, they've got uh, they've got some really nice players uh, led by uh, Gabby Gregory, who averages 18 a game. She's the Oklahoma transfer. She has not fared very well uh, against the Lady Raiders uh, so far this year, and you need to keep her keep her at bay. Um, so we'll see see what happens there. The other thing is is that you need uh, really good performances tonight out of uh, out of Jazz Shavers and uh, Bree Scott, and, and Jazz hasn't played very well of late, but against K-State, she had 17 in the last game, 26 in the first game, and uh, Bree Scott had 18 in the last game and 37 in the game in Manhattan. So, you know, you uh, you kind of look at some at some numbers for this, and, uh, you know, Bree and Jazz in, in one game combined for 63 of 85 points, and uh, you had a total of seven players out of both teams combining – for 109 of 150 points, that was in the game on January the 14th, and then the game in Lubbock on February the 5th, you had Jazz Shavers and Bree uh, Scott combining for 35, and then you had Bryn uh, Gerlich and Bailey Moppin, and they combined for another 32. So that's four players, 67 of 78 points. So it's pretty quick to tell uh, who needs to perform tonight, Jamie, for the Lady Raiders. Yeah, it sounds like your your you know your your lead dogs need to be the ones that perform. That's that's what you're saying most time. But you get into situations like this where the stakes are high. I mean, you, you need your big time players to come up big. You know, and the the odd thing about the second game uh, for both Maupin and um, and Bryn Gerlich is that they combined for 32 points but no rebounds, none. That's odd. It's odd. Yes. Yes. It's very, very odd. So uh, you'll have uh, Jazz Lewis, who uh, played not very many miles from here uh, in high school. She played at uh, Center High School, which is about 12 miles to the south of here. And she would really need to get in the scoring uh, department because she has scored nothing in uh, either one of these two games. Uh, Same thing with Ella Tofayono. So, they feel like that they can pound the paint tonight, uh, which is something that they have done in pretty good success this year. Um, but I think that uh, in order to do that, you got to get the ball to those two, and they're going to they're going to have to find a way to stay in the game tonight. And then I'm 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 encouraged by what I saw yesterday, uh, just with uh, Bryn Gerlich and her movement. She's uh, gone to more of a knee uh, slip on than a brace, uh, so hopefully that will help her movement up and down the floor, and then. Uh, uh, Bree Scott looked to be uh, moving pretty good yesterday. She did get dinged up a little bit Saturday at Iowa State. And same thing with Katie Farrell. She seemed to be you have a clear head uh, yesterday. And the same thing with uh, Kyla Freelon. So uh, you're pretty beat up in that uh, game on Saturday, um, literally and figuratively, against Iowa State. I mean, it was it was not a good day in Ames on Saturday. You got got beat like a pulp. Uh, beat to a pulp uh, and, and losing that game, seventy-six to fifty-two. But boy, just had a lot of injuries that uh, that, that, that went with that. So hopefully, a little bit uh, rested team and, and fresher team. But they'll uh, be taking on a couple of Kansas City kids that uh, have really played well for K State. Jalen Glenn and Briley Glenn, they're twins, um, and they played at the Barstow, which is uh, about twenty miles from here. So uh, I'm sure they'll have uh, they, they all have plenty to play for tonight, Jamie. There's no no local motivation needed for anybody, but you know, with the stakes with the Big Twelve that are that are up there for them tonight, 
yeah, it's got to be fun playing in a Big 12 tournament, whether you're a, a hometown kid or not. But uh, hopefully these uh, these Lady Raiders got a little bit healthier since last weekend, and and they can put forth a nice effort. So I did see a, I, I don't I saw a report, and then I heard a report about Fardos um, Amac. You know, is she is she coming or is he going? Uh, oh, that, not, I guess is the question. Uh, on his Instagram, it, he, he he puts on his Instagram. Thanks, Tech, for everything with the injury. Missing 80% of the season. Coming back was my goal. Not being healthy all, healthy all season was disappointing. Now with the coaching change and issues off the court with the staff, I will be entering the transfer portal. So that sounds yeah. pretty pretty uh, concrete there. He also goes on to put on Twitter, funny how they talk crazy when you want to do what's best for you, rushed back, wasn't supposed to play, played at 60% and taking many different things just to get on the court to play. The injury I had holds out most guys six to eight months to fully recover, played for my brothers. Um, yeah, that dude's gone. That's dude. I'm, yeah, I'm glad we played him $400,000. That was that was great. Money well spent, Jamie. Money, Money well, well spent. Yep. But Jalen Tyson has uh, professed his love for how, the Red Raiders, right? How does – okay – Farmack was already at two schools before he was here. Now he's transferred here. Now he's going somewhere. I I mean, what about the new transfer rules? And don't get me wrong. I'm I I my care whether he stays or goes is zero. Yeah. But what I mean, I thought there were transfer rules. Yeah, and I think maybe with a coaching change, especially under these circumstances, and probably a release forthcoming. Yeah, um, that, and that would that would make sense to me, and that's what we talked about, I think, earlier this week. I mean, how many of these yeah. situations are going to be just like before when guys get their full release? Yeah, yeah. That would that would be that'd be my guess on on that. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Today is uh, March the tenth, March the 9th, twenty twenty three. Here with this day in sports history is Jeff McGuire. Is there something in the air like the last couple of days? And I, I say this because Chuck's think, Chuck started saying that today's the 10th. He is now the seventh person in the last 24 hours that thinks we're a day ahead. Seventh? You're counting? Because like, it's just been that many. Like it's been, okay, well, that was two, three, four. Like you get to five and now I'm keeping track of how many people like this week think it's a day later than it has been. Mm. I'm just trying to get this thing over with, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I may be willing to do it. We knew this Big 12 tournament was going to be a mess, and guess what happened? It was a mess. Yeah. It was a mess. Yeah. Well, not a lot today, to be honest, but we're going to start in 1946. Ted Williams is offered half a million dollars to play in the Mexican Baseball League, which, if you translate that to today's money, is $7.5 million. He refused. He refused. 1961, Philadelphia Warriors center Will Chamberlain scores 67 points in a 135-126 win over the Knicks at the Philadelphia Civic Center. 1984, Philadelphia 76ers block 20 Seattle Supersonic shots tying an NBA regulation wow. game record. That's a big number. What's the more surprising thing is, is that not that they blocked 20, 
but that they just tied the record. They didn't break it. They just tied it. And in 1995, Major League Baseball awards a franchise to Tampa Bay, and they are named the Devil Rays. And then they have to get rid of the devil because the devil is evil. Even though that's the yeah, name of the fish. Uh, now they're how's just that work race. for them? It's worked. They're still a Major League Baseball franchise. Uh, they were in the World Series a couple years back. They've done, uh, done pretty well I, for themselves. So. More than I can say for my team. <laughs> more than they've more than uh, more than some have done. So there you go. It okay. is National Meatball Day and National Crab Day. Seems uh, seems kind of an odd day for the crab. Um, meatball seems hearty, kind of a hearty time of year in terms of the weather, kind of being a little wonky, up and down and all around. So the meatball seems like it's a fit. The crab does not seem like a fit, Jamie. Okay. Yeah. I, I uh, Meatball seems more winterish to me. Yeah. Uh, someone who would have celebrated a birthday today, and normally I have, don't mention these, but I kind of feel like this one is okay to break the rules with. Former Texas Tech head football coach Mike Leach would have been 62 today. Mm-hmm. Mm. Brad Reese, however, former Texas Tech basketball player, is 35. Is he really? Yeah. Gosh, well, that makes me feel old. <laughs> um, a guy that if I gave you his name, you don't know. But if I said on all of the little short YouTube videos or TikTok videos or whatever, the guy who sees people do something stupid in an infomercial uh, and they're trying to solve some giant problem and then just like, like the cord is stuck in the coffee pot, uh, coffee cup. And then you just pull the cord out of the hook of the coffee cup and then puts his hands out, as in it's that easy. His name is uh, Habby Lame. He's 23. <laughs> if you see him, you will know exactly who I'm talking about. No, I wouldn't. I, I don't. Oh, uh, I, I, know I guarantee this has come across your Facebook feed at some point, Chuck. Guaranteed. Uh, Jamie, do you think you'd know this guy? The guy that does. All, and I'm giving Jamie can see me, so Chuck mm-hmm. can't. You know, but the the black kid, kid, I guess he's 23, so black guy. That that someone is trying to take a can off the top shelf, and they reach up, and the whole thing falls on them because they're just an idiot. And he's like, reaches up and just grabs the can and puts it on the counter and goes like that. I Not that complicated. Oh well, I I think he's hilarious, and I've seen a million of his videos without looking for them, so I'm surprised none of you have seen them. Uh, but he's 23. Mm. Bow Wow, 36. Brittany Snow, 37. Steve Wilkos, 59. Ready for a blast from the past? Cato Caitlin, 64. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Brian Bosworth, 58. And Aaron Boone is 50 today. Mm. And on Speaking this day. Di- not getting to the World Series. <laughs> and uh, on this day, in 1862, one of the most famous naval battles in American history occurs. As two ironclads, the USS Monitor and the S, the CSS Virginia, fight to a draw off Hampton Roads, Virginia. The ships pounded each other all morning, but the, uh, but their weapons bounced off of their armor plates, signaling a new era of steam-powered iron ships. 
Mm. The Clash of the Ironclads. I thought you were going to bring up the Monitor and the Merrimack, but let's guess that's another day, right? That would be another day, yes. And that <laughs> is this day in sports history. All right, some uh, reaction, Jamie, from the Yates Morning Center chat line. Uh, since Amex already announced he's leaving, does he have to find his own ride back to Lubbock? And he just uh, took a page out of T.J. Shannon's uh, notebook on uh, on transferring. Uh, that's, I, I mean, that's just crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's got to yeah. be so awkward. I mean, but nobody's surprised, right? And nobody's probably blaming him. I, I don't think you would blame any of these guys if they left. But it's still, why you can't wait until you get back to Lubbock I know, to do that? I know. I just, I don't get it. I you know, it. I just know that. I mean, like, you know, I mean, you've been on these planes. You know, you know what it's like after a loss or after a win or, you know, after the season ends. Um, I, I just, I can't imagine how awkward that would be. You know, see some guy walking down the center of the aisle going, "Hey, he can't even wait till we get to Lubbock before he's announcing that he's out." Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's maybe he's off to the next adventure from here. Who knows? I'm not aware of the travel <clears throat> plans of Mr. Amac. I've not been given any kind of itinerary with regard to him. Uh, we get this from the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Money whip Jerome Tang and make him say no. The upside at Tech is 100 times higher than Kansas State. I talked to uh, a couple of K-State guys uh, last night, a couple of K-State broadcasters, at least one of them. And, uh, you know, they, he, they say Jerome Tang is very happy in Manhattan. He is not <clears throat> going anywhere. So we'll see. What not do you expect them to say? <laughs> when you ask uh, the I mean, question, what did you expect them to say? Not, that, is a, that is a fair question of me. But, you know, sometimes you can get kind of a, a read. <clears throat> so that yeah. was my read. He, I mean, you really think there's a shot that he would leave Kansas no. State for Texas Tech? No. No, I do not. That, that's my point. No, I do not. I mean, I, no. I just don't see it happening. I mean, he's yeah. they're you know, they had a better than expected year. It feels like he's loved there, all the above. I mean, just with the drama here right now, it just feels like that's he, it would be a big risk for him. It just feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this uh, AMAC now claiming he played hurt and came back too soon when earlier he had claimed he was good to go. <laughs> yeah. There, there, there is a, there's a, that uh, somebody says this Kirby hook at rushed and hired a man that had never coached at this level. It, well, he'd been an assistant. He had coached at the division one level before, although many, 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 many years ago, and certainly not at the big 12 level. Mark Adams coached a team like he had never coached at this level. Now here we are. That's a lot of, there's a, there's a whole lot of this anger that should be aimed at, not these players accepting money just like you and I would do. Well, it, at some point in time, though, everybody's got to come together, and you, you blame the head coach. I mean, he's paid dearly for it. I mean, I'm not sure what else. I mean, he's lost. I'm sure he's lost the respect of many. Um, he's lost his job. Uh, he's lost his, quote, dream job. That's That's a pretty bitter pill to swallow. I don't care how much money somebody pays you to walk away, the the fact that you've basically you've you you at two years ago you were at the top of the mountain and now you're you're scorched earth. I mean that that has got to be just a a massive blow uh, to your to your whole being. I mean, and it's sad. It's very sad. He did it to himself, but it's very sad. 
Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right, Chuck. It is extremely sad. And, um, yeah, it does feel like these were self-inflicted wounds, but um, you don't wish that on anybody. No, don't wish that. Don't wish that uh, that on anybody. So, This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Here on the Morning Drive, thanks for uh, being with us today on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Jamie, we get this. Chuck, you don't know how much money is behind this program. I'm, I'm, you're right. I haven't seen the spreadsheet, but I think we're all aware that it's a pretty substantial amount. I mean, all we have to do is look around. If you don't think Tech will try to money whip Tang, you're a mistake, and K-State will have to double his salary. Well, they may have to double his salary, but double. I just don't see I don't see him leaving. I mean, but that's – that. I wish – you know, there's a part of me that wishes he would. I mean, but can you – you know, I've heard some names bandied about. I'm not real excited about Richard Pitino. Um, he's not really been lighting it up where he's been. I mean, he got fired at Minnesota. Um, I'm not real. I don't know that I'd be real fired about Rick Pitino. I think whoever they bring in is going to uh, is is going to have an impeccable uh, background. Um, you know that you know will, will be. Um, someone that will be without any scruples um, at all, Jamie, in addition to the, the basketball basketball acumen and uh, ability to unite a fan base and go out and recruit. Sounds like the perfect person. I, I don't know who that is. Who will not my, have any my, scruples? I'm sorry, what? Who will not have any scruples? Well, I think the, I think the basketball, co- the new basketball coach will be one that doesn't that will come with high character. Maybe that's a better way to say it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, you, I think the basketball coach is going to be somebody that they think can win. Um, but at the same time, uh, they're going to be sensitive to the fact that, that this is um, a program that needs to – you just don't want it to look shady, okay? So to that that yeah. that agrees to your with your point uh, that yeah. they want to bring in someone that appears um, is you know doing it the right way and all those good things. Yeah. Uh, why does everyone call the players kids? They are men who get paid well with everything that they get to go to tech. They should act like it. Yeah, I don't know uh, who's calling them. I don't know who's calling kids. Yeah, but I. I think that's a fair that's a fair comment. I completely agree. I completely you know, agree. You know, uh, let's see. I made somebody shake their head this morning. Leave it to Chuck for making me shake my head this morning. Okay, well, I'm sorry to that. Sorry about that. I'm, I don't mean to chuckle. If I chuckled, I'm sorry about that. Uh, somebody says, this is as bad of a situation the Tech basketball team has been in in about a decade. That's fair. They say it's scary the direction the program will go in. Um, you know, I, I think you can only go up from here. I mean, God, hopefully don't go any further down. People don't think the program has the possibility of going back to irrelevance, but if it does, it does with another bad hire. Maybe so, but I just don't look like that. Uh, somebody says this, um, Chuck, you're an idiot. You're implying Mark didn't have high character. Uh, I I guess so, right? I mean, I think you kind of look at some things that we've learned about. He's one of the best guys out there. Love this university so much. 
Did he make some stupid personal decisions? Yes, but go ahead and throw the first stone, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm not throwing the first stone. I think we've been more than kind to Mark Adams on this show and and on this station. Yeah, that so. was that was a pretty pretty bad decision. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty bad decision. Yeah. You know, right. he didn't he didn't choose to use tide instead of gain and you know, his shirt didn't come out clean. I mean, that was a pretty pretty bad decision that speaks to his character. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, but that's just my opinion. Shelly says you want to have scruples. Scruples are a plus. Yeah, I might have misspoke there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but the texter is right that, I mean, hey, there's skeletons in everybody's closet. There's there's no question. And Mark Adams is in a high-profile situation and a high-profile spot that those things get um, blown up when, when you're in that... You know, those, yep. those kind of situations. The problem for Mark Adams is really was not his personal life. It, as questionable as that was, it wasn't. It was, it let, it, I mean, according to reports, it bled over into his professional life. It affected how he coached the team. And when he was there coaching the team and when he was not there coaching the team, that's yep. where the problem really came about, yep. not because of what he chose to do in his personal life. Do you think I'm an idiot? I mean, that, that, it seems like this kind of comes up like on a weekly basis. So I'm starting to I'm starting to kind of believe the believe the print here. I think <laughs> you're a very smart guy who says idiotic things at times. <laughs> okay, that's probably. <laughs> and that's probably... I, I would also say I would agree to half of that for me. I also think I say idiotic things at times. So okay, yeah. Uh, if you try to hire based on image, that would be stupid. That's what Kirby did with Matt Wells. Um, somebody says this, don't the bad personal decisions speak directly to his character. I, that's that's kind of what I thought. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Again, we all make bad decisions. It's just how, how serious are they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, great. Chuck is trying to hire Matt Wells. No, no, I'm not. Uh, Clay says uh, Joey McGuire's brother, Bubba McGuire, is available. Really, Bubba, Bubba, Bubba McGuire. I, I heard that Joey McGuire's brother Jeff is available. Really? Well, how would that uh, think that would work with Jeff with his baseball cap on the sideline? No, yeah, but he would. He would be animated. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> He would, that would he be would a bad not, hire for everyone. Uh, <laughs> he, he would not have his arms folded, well, that's for sure. No, he wouldn't. He we're wouldn't. not going to let him go for a small chunk of change, so they better be ready to pay up. Uh, Tech needs to hire Rodney Terry. You know, that's that's really going to be interesting to see what happens there at uh, Texas. Because at, at some point in time, they may be looking for a coach. Um, I still think he's probably got to get to the Sweet 16. Um, but may, maybe not. Maybe maybe a big deep run in this Big Twelve and what he's done with the team. But still, I, I I just feel like that that's that's a program that is going to try to make the big huge splash. Hire Jamie. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I have no idea what the Longhorns are going to do. Um, I, I think Rodney Terry does def, definitely deserves um mm-hmm. a shot. 
yeah. with Texas, and if he doesn't get a shot there, I definitely think he deserves at least an interview here. Um, I, I think he's done a terrific job for them this year. I I, I, yeah. I, I hate I hate that he did such a great job. I was hoping this was going to blow things up at Texas, but man, he held it together nicely. I, I can't, I mean, can't say enough good things about what he's done. Tip of the cap to that guy. Yeah. Uh, Sean Miller, nobody has the success he has except only a couple of active coaches. He was 100% cleared by the NCAA. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, somebody says this, anybody stands out on the Baylor staff that we can poach. Seems to have worked out so well for the football team. <laughs> it worked out well for Kansas State's basketball team, too. Yeah. Uh, oh, we get this Jamie off the top rope, probably – Probably uh, confirming that I that I say some idiots. Uh, somebody <laughs> says this not not an idiot. You're the glue of this show, at least the duct tape of this show. That's one thousand percent accurate. One thousand percent. You are definitely the, duct, the glue. The duct tape. The duct tape. Well, I don't know. I think Jeff holds it all together. I He's the duct tape. I think you're the one that makes it entertaining. Okay, well, Jeff holds it I'm, together, and it definitely is with duct tape. I'm gonna—he's the one with the scissors who keeps putting compliment. snips in the bottom of the duct tape. Yeah, I'm gonna take that as a compliment. So that's that's maybe the only one I get today. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that. Somebody else's <laughs> duct tape is a little strong. Uh, should we get Jeff Goodman's permission slash approval? Um, he does seem to have uh, a direct line to. Uh, kind of what's going on. Um, so we'll, we'll see. My understanding is, is that uh, part of this, my understanding, this is my understanding from what what I've heard is that potentially that uh, Jeff Goodman, um, that he got his info from a player's family who was affected directly by this, and that's how this whole thing got started in terms of the publicity aspect of it. So... You know, these uh, sometimes the parents or the players, um, friends or associates have a means of getting to the media. And then and then obviously they do. And but through back channels and then that word gets out and then it all starts tumbling down. But um, maybe it needed to tumble. Maybe that's what we needed. 725 this morning here on the morning drive. Jamie's got a question next for us. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. All right, time for the question of the day today, Jeff and Chuck and our fine listening audience. You'll understand why I'm asking this question right now. Um, Tell me your most disappointed moment or time as a Red Raider fan. Mm. So it can be like after a game or it can just be like, I don't know, this is kind of a time right now. You know, this this is what we're going through right now. But what's the most disappointed you've ever been as a Red Raider fan? My guess is most people's answer will be after a specific game. And we're kind of in the moment right now because um, I, I feel like that this – I feel like there were bad years with the Pat and I era and the Billy era 
and you know the end of the Gerald Myers era was not was not pretty here in in the uh, early '90s, and that's was my first exposure to tech basketball. Um, man, I, I just think about some bowl games that I went to, uh, where I was really really disappointed with the effort. A uh, couple of Cotton Bowls, an Alamo Bowl down in San Antonio, like the second one, I think. Um, I'm pretty disappointed right now, uh, to be quite honest with you, with what's all this all that's transpired. But I I would tell you, the night of the national championship game, leaving that arena, I was really really disappointed. I mean, it's probably because I wanted it for everybody to be able to experience that and see that, and especially on the men's side. I mean, we'd experienced one on the women's side had been quite some time, but I'm going to say the night of the national championship game, leaving that arena was pretty disappointing. Okay, that's a good answer. November 19th, 2016. Texas Tech football loses to Iowa State 66-10 to in a game that you needed yeah. to win in order to go have a chance to go to a bowl game. Lose on the road in a game you can only scratch your head at. That would probably be the because there was lots of reasons to think that you were a really good football team at times that year, with a lot of talent mm-hmm. in places, and sixty six to ten, followed closely by sixty six to six with Oklahoma State for nothing more than the yeah. scoreboard and the entire debacle that that game was. And it birthed a dancing ginger. Yes. Yeah. It's another but, reason to yeah, hate that are, day. Those- those are two two big ones, and that that Iowa State game. You're exactly right, Jeff. I remember having that poor kid on from the Iowa State newspaper, and I was thinking how long a drive he was going to have home after that loss. <laughs> well, it was at I Iowa remember. State, so his trip home was easy. I was thinking about the one here in town. Well, I was talking about the one that was in Iowa State in 20- oh, okay, okay, I got you, I got you in 2016. Uh, and then you go in and beat Baylor the week after, and I didn't feel any good after that game either. Yeah. And that game was in uh, Jerry World. Yeah. From the moment Zach Thomas intercepted the pass against Corey Pollock and ran it back for a score, Red Raider football was, I mean, one of the most important things in my life. I mean, it is what mattered to me. It was a huge part of what made my weekend good or bad for a long, long time. And on October 23rd, Chuck's birthday, coincidentally, of 2021, I walked out of the stadium after you had lost to Kansas State mm-hmm. and was numb. and just didn't, felt like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I refuse to let this team continue to underperform, tug at my heart one way or the other. And I'm just, I'm not going to let it happen anymore. Okay. Now that's changed when you changed eras and head coaches and all that good stuff. But that was the saddest for me. Cause I'm like, I don't even feel disappointed that we just lost to Kansas state. We didn't score single point in the second half and all that good stuff. I've just, I'm completely out. I mean, I, I'm wanting them to win, but I won't let it affect my mood. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'll watch and root for them and all that, but I won't let them affect my mood. Now, 
that's you know Joey McGuire has pulled us all back in, so that's going to change. Sure. That's changed, right? But at that point, sure. I'm, I'm like, I am not allowed. And <clears throat> I got to believe that a lot of Red Raiders felt that way, and that's obviously we know. A couple of days later, you made the change, and you would think the administration was sensing that so many Red Raiders were feeling that way that they had given up. That yeah. was the saddest moment for me ever when I said to myself. I'm I'm not going to let let it affect my emotions anymore. I don't care what we do next week against Oklahoma. I mean, I I shouldn't say I don't care. I want us to win, but I won't let it affect my emotions. To be honest yeah. with you, I feel that way about college basketball now. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about college basketball. The NIL, and I just had a friend text me and said NIL is ruining college athletics, and I couldn't agree more. Um, specifically with basketball, because I don't, I don't think it's ruined football. I don't, but um, I just, my emotions are just, I, I mean, we just, I mean, we paid a guy $400,000 to play about, what, 10 games for us? Yeah. He couldn't even wait to get back to town to tell everybody he's leaving. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, for lack of a better term, I just can't buy into all that. College basketball you know, you, is so dead to me, <laughs> so dead to me. He, and I want the Red Raiders to win. I want them to win, but it doesn't affect my emotions. So this is right up there. This era, this time is right up there with the way I felt after we lost to Kansas State in 2021. That's fair. And, that, and those games that you brought up and uh, that Jeff brought up that time, uh, boy, it, it resonates. And you're right. I mean, I remember – Leaving that game, the K State game where you didn't score in the second half, and the apathy was at an, I think, an all time high for Red Raider football. And we might be getting there for Red Raider basketball just just because of how the season's transpired. Although you might say the, mm-hmm. the end of the Gillespie era was, was there. Yeah, but you expected that and you knew it was coming. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's exactly I don't... right. That's different than it's different. It, that's a different kind of disappointment. I don't think we, we, as a fan base, probably had that feeling for this basketball team, period. Mm-hmm. I don't think they feel that way for this basketball program, okay? Yeah. For this squad and in th- the 2023 season, 2022 slash 2023, I think it may have gotten there. I don't know, okay? Yeah. But but moving forward, um, you know, I don't – I think the Red Raider – fan base passion will still be there i think they'll support be excited about the next guy and hope that we can do well but i just i don't know i it's it's different and when when you know how much money these guys are making in college basketball and then you see half-hearted efforts you see um guys not playing to their potential you see guys not getting along and it's gonna bring out the questions do they care, or is it all about the money? Yeah, you know it is going to bring up the questions. We all knew it would. Yeah, and and unfortunately, there's I definitely have some of those feelings. Interesting that all none right. of us said 2020 about this time because we lost basketball season for the Big 12 tournament and a possible NCAA tournament run, and we lost all of college baseball at this point on what was possibly Tadlock's best team. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
Hey, good morning. It is the morning drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Linton, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. Come to you this morning from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio. Look forward to hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center channel. Go to Double T 97.3.com for that on the mobile app. The benchmark hotline is open as well at 806 77 Oh, seven seven one five nine seven three. Again, from the First United Bank Studio. All right, uh, Jamie. Some things here from the Eight Scoring Center chat line. I've been trying to get men's basketball tickets uh, for years. Will this help my chances? What I would think? think so. I'm surely you could have gotten them this year, right? Yeah, you can get GA. It's just uh, <clears throat> he's looking for the good seats. He's looking for the you know, the, oh. he's looking for the um, guaranteed seat as opposed to the GA seats up in the upper deck where you, you know, you got to, you got to get there a little, a little early and kind of <clears throat> fight for your, fight for your seat a little bit. Not, not literally, but sometimes you got to get up there and swing your purse around a little bit and make sure that you get in the right spot. Hey, Chuck, we're going to do a thing. Uh, and it's going to be awesome for a second. We're going to let you hang up on the benchmark hotline and give us a call back. Wait, no, let's have him sing the lollipop. I don't kids. want him singing the lollipop. I, this is a thing that happened to Haxton the other day, and they let it go on entirely too long, and I'm do not going to let that happen. Do you know the song from The Wizard of Odds, Chuck? The, you mean uh, uh, the, the Off to See the Wizard? No. No, we, we represent are, the lollipop. We deal. are the lollipop. The lollipop. I don't know. No, uh, no, 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 no. Chuck, just we're gonna hang up, and you call me back, and we'll, we'll get you back on the air on the phone. Uh, you're sounding like you're sucking on helium right now. Okay, I will do that. I, I, I I'm not gonna let Chuck does enough silly things. We don't need to add that to the list. Why? Just let it go, man. It no, was gonna we, be the best. It's going to be the best 15 minutes of this show. It ever. might have been, but would have also been the most distracting on a day where we've got a lot of people that are tuning into the radio station looking for breaking news on what happened with Mark Adams and is he fired? And yes, he he didn't. He's not fired. He stepped down. The basketball loss, the baseball preview. There's going to be serious sports fans that want to know what's going on. They don't want to hear Chuck sucking on helium. I think you misjudge our audience, Jeff. Our normal audience, I agree with you. If mm-hmm. it was our, if this is a normal day, it it's feels fun. like we needed a moment of fun, Jeff. Okay, it's it's been a rough go. All right, yesterday was not the greatest of days for Red Raider fans. So it just felt like it was, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun having Chuck. <laughs> it can be like. If this was Tuesday, this week, or if this was Tuesday in a couple of weeks, we could absolutely hear Chuck on the benchmark hotline sounding like he's on the lollipop guild. But we need to be a little more serious, at least a little today in the broadcast. I feel like today's show has been a microcosm of our basketball season. <laughs> I'm just I'm laughing because it hurts. Okay, um, let's see. Um, Clay offered this, Jamie. Don't slip on that banana peel, okay? Okay, sure thing, Clay. <laughs> I usually don't drop it, so yeah, finds its way uh, to the trash. Let's see. Just remember, Jeff likes to mess with everything, okay? 
<laughs> Does the guy who shows up twice in six months? How would he know? Yeah. Uh, a bullfighter called you a fun sucker. Uh, hey, I feel like I feel like that. I feel like that we need a we need a we need a little bit of a laugh today. I mean, because it's obviously it's the end of the basketball season and and we're getting ready for spring football and um, you know the firing of a coach and all that kind of stuff. So a new coach will meet in a press conference, right? Which means an opportunity to potentially meet and greet the new coach, right? I have a. I'll do it at I'll do it at eight fifteen, but I've got a uh, sport code update for you. Chuck on. I need that jacket, bro. You like it? It looks good, man. Yeah. Here's my business card. You can have that. All right. Thank you. Okay. Let me know how I can help. I will. Okay, I got a sport code update for you at eight fifteen. Would you like that, Jamie? I'm edge of my seat right now as we speak. I I, I knew I knew that. <laughs> Uh, somebody wants to know if I could do the spelling this year in that voice. Does that start on Monday? The, it does. That's uh, the right. Double T, double T 97.3 spelling B contest presented by Optimum. Uh, so I get to spell. And I feel like I feel like that the morning drive is at a disadvantage because the afternoon drive, the guy given the words has a PhD, and the guy that's going to be spelling. I feel like he has a PhD. It just hasn't been awarded yet. I feel like that. I feel like that you're you're at a real disadvantage with me, Jamie, in our quest to win this battle with Tech Talk. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like we're at a disadvantage. I feel like we entertain our audience with um, with your spelling. Yeah, I see, and I I take pride in my spelling, but. Um, but really, I don't give you but, layups. I know. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, somebody wants to know what coach got fired check. Well, okay, he forced out. He resigned. I mean, you know, it's semantics. He walked away with a – how much do you think he walked away with? Because that that's kind of the question here is, like, what do you think he got? Do you think he got a million? Do you think he got two? Does it, do you think he got three? Do you think he got 500 grand? Do you think he got – hey – we're going to help you clean out your office and we're going to get take you to lunch after that's all done. What do you think he got? Uh, I don't think they took him to lunch. Okay, uh, probably not. If wasn't he due seven and a half million? <clears throat> he was, he was due seven and a half if they fired him without cause. I would guess he probably got somewhere close to, I don't know, two or 3 million. To walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My guess, my guess was a million. My guess was a million, but maybe that's that's not. If you like Jamie, what at what price? Because I think he's disgraced, right? You would say that disgraced is is two or three million dollars worth your name? Because I don't think it is. I don't know if he's disgraced. I don't. I think that's too strong of a word. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. He didn't sexually assault someone. I don't think the world thinks that he's a racist. Um, I don't think he's disgraced. Okay. Yeah, I think that's strong enough word. Oh, surely, sure, he's embarrassed, right? And and sure, he's probably really devastated to lose what he said was his dream job. Right. Um, That's what's. I mean, the whole thing is sad, right? But but yeah, I don't know, but. if your reputation was sullied, what? Because his reputation is sullied, right? 
Yes, but I, I mean, some reputations are sullied a lot worse than what he's gone through. I mean, he, I don't know. I, I would I take three million dollars to walk away if and and live his life? Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I probably you, would. Don't you? Could yeah. You? See, you probably could. See, I got to. I got to admit, I'm, I don't think I could. I'm not that obsessed with what other people think of me. Well, I'm not. And, ag- and again, obsessed. it's just I. I like being out and about with people, and I. Th- I. I just. I, I don't feel like I could be out and about like that. Anyway, well, we all want you uh, to be out and about, Chuck. Eight ten Usually this morning on the morning. Out and about on a ledge most of the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, out and about. I, I just don't feel like you could be moving and shaking. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.